Welcome to episode 576 of the Leadcast Podcast. I am Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Sweat. Happy Tuesday, Nicholas. Happy Tuesday, indeed. Hey, on this episode, we've got one new patron. A little bit, uh, actually a decent amount of uh, Leadcast news. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that. Just one little piece of new news that'll be pretty short. Uh, and then at some point, you'll probably hear Colton and I, or uh, Aiden and I, talk about Senate Chogath. Um, followed by a special little surprise that I don't want to give away quite yet. We should yet. spoil it. We should spoil it. Oh, we should spoil it. I did this with yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, a sponsor previously, too. Uh, we <laughs> talked to uh, LOL underscore soul about Aurelian soul, uh, and he had a lot of of cool information uh, on the character. Um, so we talked to him uh, about Aurelian soul for a little bit. And then we'll I'll probably stamp that in the description, by the way, when that starts, just if anyone wants to skip to that part. Hell so. yeah. Uh, and then I think we're just going straight into mail fight after that. No roundtable this week. Uh, Aiden, how was your week, buddy? It was good. I played League of Legends. Um, did I tell you I hit Master Tier last week? I think I did. Um, I don't think yeah. you did. Did you? Well, I hit Master Tier, uh, which is cool. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I hit it off of uh, losing lane three games in a row, which is <laughs> awesome. Uh, it felt really good. Um, and then since then, I've just been playing Flex of the Boys. We're on like a 10-game win streak. I'm in series to Master Tier for Flex right now. I'm scared of hitting Master Tier and Flex, man, because then we have to play daily. <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds awful. I, I was, it seems like, harder for Flex because like, I only want to queue five mans like, for Flex. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. yeah and if we, if we start games at 6 p.m., you say it's too late. I only have time for one. <laughs> yeah i i still want to play like three hours of flex every day but yeah, in addition uh, to maintaining that. and climbing your solo queue <laughs> yeah. right like but who knows yeah. maybe we'll make a push it, it's flex is still pretty fucking easy when you queue five man so mm-hmm. uh we'll keep we'll keep go grinding away at that uh yeah as long as you don't catch. random like some super try hard team yeah it's, it's great is, when you get best of threes versus teams, though. Uh, yeah. Like, that's that's the best part of Flip Flex. But uh, outside of that, I've been playing a little bit of my Smurf. Nick and I have been playing some Chen- Senna Chogath as a dark, but yeah. we'll talk in depth about that later. I've been fucking talking about Senna Chogath for a fucking year, dude, and both of them got buffed this patch, and they are definitely OP, dude. Fucking Guma Yushi and Carrier are both fucking spamming uh, Chogath and Senna, respectively, on their accounts. So uh, yeah. I think we're going to fucking see it in pro play. It's going to be sick. Um, and that's kind of my week. Uh, only other thing is I played through all of Horizon, uh, the sequel, whatever the game is called, and it was better than the first one. Um, mm. Cool. <laughs> and I started playing Destiny 2, uh, and that game is it's all right. I feel like the it actually feels really, really nice to play Destiny 2. Oh, I, is, I think Destiny is like one of my favorite like mechanical shooters. Like it just feels good. Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It feels awesome. it feels really good. I um I haven't played it in. A, I played Destiny 2 when it first came out. Um, but I just hate not, that there's MMO parts then. aspects to it. Yeah. I, I feel like I would enjoy it more if it was just a shooter campaign game. <laughs> yeah. But Agreed. hey, that's all right. Um, that's my week though. What about you, Colton? Uh, yeah. So like you said, we played a good amount of flex this week. I am a little bit behind you. I'm at D1, 28 points. 
Uh, so probably three games, two games to get into series to master. I've been having a lot of fun, mostly been playing support in, in that game mode with a moral in the jungle. Uh, there was the one really fun, like funny game, I guess, where like the guy was flaming you because he did like stomp oh, you he in fucking lane. dumpster me at level one. And, and then and they just got absolutely fucking blasted at like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so that just felt really good to, you know, come back and just like get to get to question mark ping that person. Or put a question mark in all chat. Uh, been playing some some solo queue, not quite as much, uh, but I am also at master tier. I am currently the highest rated league caster <laughs> at fifty eight LP. Hell yeah! Um, unfortunately, I still lose like five to six more LP than I win. <laughs> so I'm um, no no plus thirty three for me. <laughs> it Colton, it was so sad our the juxtaposition of our of, of our screenshot that you took this morning. Yeah, um, the, it was it was Nick four three plus eighty eight LP. <laughs> plus eighty five Colton, yeah. <laughs> Colton one in one minus five LP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so sad. Uh that was funny. Um I've been playing uh, I I played two games last night after you flamed Zillion for being unfun of Zillion support. Oh, it feels it feels so good when you go full utility Zillion support, man, in late game. Uh so you're the you're the problem. I'm I'm yeah, speaking I, on. <laughs> I am the problem. It's it's ridiculous when your ulti gets to a 24 second cooldown, like your E is 100% uptime. You just have double bomb always. It's it's ridiculous. Are you trying to tell me utility characters are good in an AD carry meta? <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, uh, I I played against a, a zillion in an ARAM, and obviously, like ARAM is not, uh, you know, indicative of the entire, um, <laughs> characters like design or whatever. But it's just he's just not fun to play against. I understand. Like he, he's probably really fun to play, but like. Boy, every single piece of his ability, minus maybe his Q, is just <laughs> intended to make your opponent have less fun. Dude, I fucking yeah. shared that clip on our uh, special Discord where like we had a, a Hecarim one yeah. team and he was, he was super <laughs> fed, and the fucking legs. zillion mid just went fucking Emax, and then Hecarim would run Mach twelve at him, and he'd get ninety nine percent slowed and just like get stunned. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. It, in my, la my my second game last night, there like their Orn was you know, giga tanky as Orn is. And I, so I walked top to help our Warwick kill him. And it, it took him 30 seconds to run from like neutral top lane wave to get to his tower. Yeah. And, and like, we were just both bashing him the whole time. It's, uh, it's, it's disgusting. It is anti-fun. I wish they'd rework the character, but I'll enjoy it while I can. Um, I'm, I, I tried out some new tech on him. So I, as secondary, I, I tried going the Ingenious Hunter and Zombie Ward so that my one, my Sweeper would like always be up and my Redemption and Charelia's would be up way more. I don't know if it's better than just getting more flat haste from Transcendence, but I might might give that a little go and, and test that further. Oh, yeah. But, I think uh, uh, Ingenious Hunter is super underrated. Yeah. Just for the trinket think... aspect by itself. Yeah, like the trinket aspect, and then like I don't know, man. Redemption is actually so big if you can yeah. like mm -hmm. hit it. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's super underrated. Uh, but yeah, that's I think about it for my week. So I'll, I'll hand it over to Aiden. 
Hey, I'm no, Nick. 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 Wow. <laughs> I, I, know, um, I know words. Hey, that's okay. That was a Nick mistake. Um, I played a decent amount this week. Um, I think I'm up like 200 LP from last recording. Uh, my LP gains are fucked. And <laughs> it's like you can't lose, man. Like not in the good way. Uh, yeah, like it, like Colton was saying, went um, four and three one day and plus eighty five. One of those losses was one LP. I lost one LP from one to zero. Um, but even with that, it would have been like plus sixty three or something like that. Like something insane. Yeah. Um, so I <laughs> kind of enjoy having waited uh, a little bit, not knowing that this. Uh, uh, LP change would happen, but definitely appreciating it. Um, I I do like feel for you, Colton. It it doesn't feel fair, right? Like that I'm playing. I object. <laughs> I, I would say pretty objectively worse than you are, but climbing way faster just because of where I finished last season. A little, yeah. It's like it's it's weird because I I don't think the system's like actually bad no i don't think so either i think we just are at at like two very extreme ends yeah and as much as like i meme about it like i i i'm happy that you don't have to suffer through 200 games at d4 um but i'm also salty because i did have to no yeah it it sucks yeah (laughs) like there's obviously ups like upsides and downsides to both situation but the downsides are way less bad yes. for having good mmr like for example like obviously colton both I, both you and i are low master tier right i'm one point master you're like 80 right um i probably have higher mmr ga- like uh games like i, I play like 300 400 oh, mmr like yeah. um uh, lp master Tier games but like I get like fucking plus 10 like on my win oh I don't win loss which mm-hmm. I don't know man like as much as the games are harder I would much rather be in this situation every single fucking time <laughs> yeah, yeah it, and it like, feels uh, bad it, it feels good knowing that you can you can like win lose and the only time it felt bad was positive, like in yeah. series oh yeah right because sure. you don't get the win loss because it's like holy fuck I'm playing I'm leaning against a 400 point fucking riven one trick and uh I'm trying to get to master one point <laughs> but mm-hmm. outside of that yeah. it's just so much better it, it definitely is I feel like one of the things that is very frustrating like now at this point is that I know that if I if I maintain 50 percent I'll demote like yeah. that, that feels <laughs> really bad and like I I know that if I maintain 53 percent I'll demote like that feels mm-hmm. way worse yeah. um but like obviously my MMR is fucked for a reason. I think my MMR is probably still like D two seventy points maybe. I don't. I don't. I definitely not in D one, um, which I do think is kind of problematic. That like I understand that it shouldn't move fast, but like a hundred games is not fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Which yeah, like my my number of games compared to you guys, I was I was about to check because like I have more games than you guys both combined by a significant margin. It was almost it was double at one point, but now that Nick and I, I just played a fair bit more, it's not double anymore. It's like you have one point five times more than yeah. both of us combined. Yeah, so I I was I was gonna see I because if we had checked this like a week ago, I'd probably be positive more wins than Nick has games played. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm plus thirty wins over losses right now. <laughs> And you have 51 games? Yeah, 51 games. Yeah, 51. Mm-hmm. I'm only one game negative. Pog. It's, hey, so uh, maybe if I if I win the next 20 games, I can still make that claim. And if you don't play <laughs> any. <laughs> True. 
Cool. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. So we'll get on to the show. Shout out to Skydrill, our only new patron this week. Um, but a, a welcome addition to be sure. Aiden, tell us about the League Cast news. Yeah, so there's a little bit of fun stuff. Um, the first thing is that Nick and I finished OP.GG reviews, so if you're a $5 yeah. patron, go sure to check that out or come into our Discord and go to the Patreon channel. Make sure to link your account on Discord to get your rewards and stuff. Um, Nick and I finished those. You can always ask us questions about them, too. Don't feel like you can't. Uh, just shoot the shit in our Patreon channel, and we'll we'll uh, talk about it there. Um, outside of that, uh, I've still been recording like weekly like little rant videos about whatever, um, so check those out on our Patreon. Um, and then the other little bit of news is that I'm hosting a 5v5 tournament on March 11th. Only caveat, it is gold four capped. It is, uh, I'm putting it together because our uh, IBS team, our iron, bronze, silver team, uh, didn't get accepted to the league that they've been practicing for forever and they've been they've been playing so much together. They've been playing more than any other team together. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, which I think there's a little bit of like, uh, what's the word when you Nepotism. like- nepotism yeah that's what i was looking for i think there's a little bit of nepotism because i signed up like day two and i don't think 16 teams signed up before me um but i understand like why if you're running a league you maybe like take teams that have played in the league previously first but either way i think it's fucking a little disappointing um and i think they're a little sad about it because they still all play together and stuff which is really really cool so i'm putting on a tournament it's gonna be a 5-5 tournament regular summoners rift um gold four cap all the information's in the discord in our, our uh, announcements channel and in our 5-5 tournament channel um please sign up uh you don't you can sign up as a single as a duo as a trio or as a five stack um if you, ha you, you they don't have to be everyone part of the uh, uh, part of our discord either if you're just a silver three player and you have a bunch of friends who are also like silver three invite them sign up for the tournament as a team um there's gonna be no prizes it's gonna be like a fun little thing um but uh, please do sign up i think it's gonna be a fun little thing and it's very much a uh way for this team that didn't get to play in a league to have some fun um so please sign up i would like it to be like at least four teams or so. Um, mm -hmm. So sign up March 11th, gold four cap. Uh, I am also looking for fills as well. I'm allowing fills to be up to gold one. So if you're like, hey, I don't necessarily want to be on a team, but like uh, I won't, if, if someone drops, like I really appreciate if some people who could sign up for fills. So uh, I'm allowing fills to be up to gold one just because it would widen the pool a little bit. So, but please sign up. It, it's going to be fun. March 11th. Um, I think it starts at... I think I said four EST. So please sign up on our Discord. Thank you. Yeah, and whoever Hell wins yeah. the tournament, we're gonna play against with our flex team and bully them. <laughs> Just fucking roll up. <laughs> and then take the prize. Yeah, and then we're yeah. gonna take the prize. That's so funny. <laughs> There's no prize unless we get it. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, let's talk about the dev thoughts uh, on the three v three bot meta. Yeah, it's it's pretty boring. I mean, yeah. the only funny <laughs> thing is that they pretty well call out bottom laners as. A little bit crybabies um in the fact that they like say like hey bot lane has a fuckload of impact in the game right now um it's just that it's a weird balance of bot lane has probably the most impact but also it's the impact that bot lane doesn't want to have um which don't get me wrong i understand why it's fucking miserable nick and i played senna show dude when your jungler doesn't get it's fucking rough um but it, it is this weird thing of like it's hard to say that your role isn't impactful when it it feels like the only impactful role because everyone paths down there. But. Yeah, I think the I, I think the thing they pointed out is that like, hey, even just surviving a gank is high impact, right? Because you yeah. you burn fewer resources than than your opponent does. But like you were saying, it like that's that doesn't feel good, right? If you guys win the game but you get ganked fifty times, like that, it still doesn't feel good. 
yeah it's not the fun kind of impact for sure yeah. right like like but man, it's still my contribution yeah. was i didn't die to a gank four times yeah exactly mm-hmm. like, yeah. i get it for sure I, I just think that it's one of those things that it's like it is impact though right and i feel like a lot yes, of people have for to sure. at least accept that mm-hmm. yeah cool and i think that was it right it's pretty straightforward yeah there's like not a lot to it by any means so awesome. other than the fact that they say all about the like upcoming changes to make it a little bit less that we can talk briefly i don't i, I wonder how many are going to be changed but yeah tyler one had this fucking funny video which I, I think was the most level-headed video that tyler one's ever produced by the way like him actually explaining like what happened in his game and what was wrong and what his jungler could have done but like why he's forced to do certain plays um but to combat that not because of tyler one's video they already had these changes uploaded on friday apparently before he made the video mm, interesting. um but uh they're pretty well changing every single thing that could affect bottom lane meta they're making it so junglers get less uh lane exp for the first 14 minutes they're making it so um you do bonus damage to enemy jungle like the same bonus damage that you do to your jungle they're making it so jungle gives more gold so clearing gives you like an extra like camp was worth of gold uh they're making it so uh sweeper has a longer cooldown so jungler can't just repeat come and sweep all your wards then like put infinite pressure on your lane like they're doing every single fucking possible change to make it so bot lane 3v3 is less desirable to farming um and i think it's fucking awesome yeah i think so too yeah we've, we've definitely had a lot of um discussion about this in the discord as well uh and i would say a, a lot of negative um discussion about <laughs> it like this won't do much but i i really think that um this is going to be a good change. Uh, I think this is going to um, really like put the power back into power farming. Uh, I mean, the the way that the, it's mapped out currently, um, it adds about another camp's worth of gold um, <laughs> to full clearing, which, uh, you know, it, it, for the first clear is not very much. But once you start to get into, you know, a lot of clears, then, you know, it adds up. Yeah, I mean, the, I, the, sorry, I just wanted to like quickly jump into the Tyler One video. Like the Tyler One video, like please fucking watch it. I'm sure you can find it on Reddit or whatever. It's literally like it's them playing pro- properly. They ward try like so they stop the Zin Zhao gank like level two or whatever. Um, the, he sweeps it. Uh, they ward it again. He comes back. They sweep it. Uh, like and then his jungler sees him like perma gank uh, bottom three times in a row so he goes for an invade um takes one camp doesn't get a level off it and it takes forever because jungling t- you can't fucking counter jungle very easily and then they both junglers go mid for like their second gank of the game or whatever but because tyler one's jungler uh counter uh, sorry counter jungled he took more damage and then he's lower for the counter ink so by him farming extra camps he's up like two camps up an extra buff he counter jungled enemy's buff um the enemy jungler got did zero fucking nothing he failed three ganks in a row the enemy jungler is in an advantageous position because he's higher hp and it's like that's fucking crazy mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty insane yeah I, I i think you know ultimately what this change will hopefully do is even things out more because i i think one of the big complaints that a lot of people are gonna have when this goes live is that they made this change but i still got ganked bottom yeah. lane, yeah. right and it's like that's not the point of this the point of this is to make ganking bottom or ganking mid or ganking top or power farming or counter jungling all roughly the same value so that you have to start making those difficult decisions and those calculations of like, okay, maybe top lane is 90% chance to get one kill, bot lane is 60% chance to get a double kill, 
but it also might blow up in our face if they counter gank, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the interesting part of jungle, and I think a lot of that is lost when the option is like, just go bottom, just stay bottom, just go bottom, which I, I don't, like, as much as it is very prevalent, I don't think that's the only option right now. And I know in the discussion around this, you know, there were people claiming that like optimal jungle pathing is clearing one camp and then staying bottom for four minutes. And it's like, no, no, it's, it's absolutely fucking not like mm -hmm. that just can work if the other jungler does nothing and you do get a double kill from it. Right. Like, I also think you bring up a really good point. These changes, I think they're all in the right direction. Some of them are a little wacky, a little heavy handed, I think, um, I think like the whole hidden, I think hidden, there's too many hidden mechanics of how jungle works of like, you get less XP. If you farm too many minions, you get like less gold, all these like various things. Um, but overall, it's all in the right direction. And people are 100% right. There is a chance this doesn't fix the 3v3 bottom meta, but the fact that they're trying is good. That's, that's a good thing for League of Legends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is something that they've identified as a problem, which is good and are, are making some changes, um, which mm -hmm. uh, we, we can all be happy for changes at the very least. Yeah, I also think that there is still, I think in a lot of cases, I think like lower ELO and less organized play, like poor adaptation to this, where like you can very much avoid this by like, okay, cool. We know that it's a bot lane meta. I'm going to freeze the first wave. I'm going to like start with a control ward instead of potions, or I'm going to like, as the jungler, I'm going to place my first ward for bot lane so that I have an option to clear and just prevent them from getting ganked, right? Like, that's something that mm -hmm. at, at, when I'm jungling at this point, like, I always use my ward at, like, 50 seconds for bot lane, and I recall and get a sweeper because yeah. I know that they're going to be looking for bot lane, and we can, you know, if I can ward that out, get two more camps and then I gank bot lane, great. Like, now I'm going to have a level up or we're going to win that fight or I might just be, like, ahead and can do a full clear because they're wasting 45 seconds bottom. Yeah, I agree. I think it's good. I, I appreciate Riot trying. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. That's how I feel as well. Cool. Want to jump right into Senna Chotok because we're going to skip the roundtable this week because I kind of forgot to pre prepare it because I was preparing a bunch of A-Souls. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um... So Aiden, you've been you've been preaching this for a while. Yeah, so I, I I've been a huge uh not even Senna show, I just think Cho Bottom is like a one of the better mages. I mean, I think in general people have started to realize that mages bottom are just good. Mm -hmm. Um whether or not people play them, uh, I think is a whole other story of like I don't know why people don't play Karthus bottom every game. I don't know why people play, don't play Ziggs, Seraphine, Swain, uh, et cetera, bottom. Um, but I think Cho is in that picture, and he wasn't talked about nearly enough, um, mostly because he has like just crazy kill pressure on AD carries. Um, and Cho God, um, I don't think he plays very much anymore, but like he's kind of pioneered Cho bottom. And I think Cho Senna is probably one of the best lanes in the game because both of them received buffs this patch. Uh, the biggest change is being Cho Gath has fucking like zero mana cost now they made his q cost 50 mana so if you clear like uh three minions with a q which is pretty standard um your q actually costs 20 mana there which is fucking crazy <laughs> like um uh and it's on a six second cooldown so it has a lot of like survivability in lane and then obviously you scale to the point where at six you have a 
600 damage true damage nuke that if you hit a Q on someone they die um and nick and i played i think five cho Santa yeah. games today mm -hmm. and we won four of them um i would say we won lane and we we played well in three of them um actually maybe four the one first loss wasn't too bad either and the only game that kind of got dumpstered was the final game where they played cassiopeia twitch oh um, yeah mm -hmm. that was pretty rough but we also played just really really smart because once again on senna cho you can just sit so far back and give a lot of stuff compared to like an ad carry where if you give a lot of stuff on ad carry you just are out of the game mm -hmm. yeah um but do you want to talk about like why you think it's strong and stuff nick because like obviously you played the other end of it so yeah sure so i think um I think specifically with Senna Cho, um, you can kind of get the best of both worlds in terms of uh, like weak side or strong side. Uh, I think it's a really, really strong uh, lane to prioritize where the, you know, we have the 3v3 bot letter meta right now. Um, you know, if you're able to get a Cho'Gath Senna ahead, an AP Cho'Gath in a Senna ahead, like the game's probably over, um, especially because it's a, it's a bot lane at that point. Um, uh and like specifically Cho'Gath into AD carries is, is insane, right? You hit one <laughs> knock up and they die. Um, but I also think it's a really good lane to weak side um, where Senna can kind of just keep Cho'Gath alive uh, trade. I would say pretty neutrally with a lot of, a lot of champions, especially with uh, fleet footwork and Q. Um, whereas Cho'Gath just gets to I, like, I'm, I'm just going to press Q on cooldown and we're going to, we're going to wave clear. Um, so it, it's not even that bad for, for, for weak siding. Uh, and it's, it's really f like just genuinely fun to play. I think it's a really like fun combo, which I think is <laughs> kind of an underrated aspect of, of league. So. I mean, like in, in bottom lane, I think the main thing is AD carries are scaling characters, right? Mm -hmm. And I think typically, I think most people who have played kill lanes bottom before have enjoyed them more, right? Like yes. going mm -hmm. for those goofy kill lanes are just more fun than passively farming for 20 minutes and then carrying the game. At least I think for non-AD carry traditional players. Um, and obviously this is like, I, I think the best of both worlds where Senna uh, very much is a scaling AD carry, but without the boring laning part of it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and the you're not locked into going crit. I mean, there was the the game we played in earlier. You know, I was sitting on components for a ton of the game, um, but you know, sitting on a hex drinker, sitting on uh, executioners, and you know, my first finished item was a uh, um, what's the vision? Oh, Umberglave. So it was like one of those things where she's she's super flexible. Um, I think Cho'Gath has a lot of flexibility in his build too. Uh, I think Everfrost is maybe better than Protobelt. I'm not 100% sure. I think Protobelt is overall better. You think um, so? Okay. Like, it, it's mostly because like on your first back, you get Alternator. I think Alternator, yeah, Alternator is super stupid, good. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot uh, about that. It does so much fucking damage. Uh, I'm trying to find like the... Whenever I search Protobelt, I always search the old version and fucking oh, never mm -hmm. find the new one. Is it Rocket um, Belt? I, I don't it. know. Yeah, it's called Rocket Belt now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get fucking uh, Hextech Alternator. And then at that point, it does 70 damage when you hit it. So like it adds another 70 damage to your combo. That's true. So like you hit a Q for 300, you fucking uh, walk up to them and then silence alt and they fucking die. Like, mm -hmm. It's pretty insane. Mm -hmm. And then obviously Proto Belt, you just go Q Proto Belt and you're in melee range of them. But Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, I'm anyways, convinced. yeah. <laughs> The, the whole build is uh, you just go, like, for Cho'Gath's build is just um, uh, Proto Belt into Zonia's, unless they're full AP. Like, I probably shouldn't have built Zonia's into the mm -hmm. uh, Cassiopeia Twitch bottom. That was a little probably troll. Not, but yeah. they did have a fed. 
Irelia. Irelia, yeah. He still wasn't bad. Um, but typically, yeah, it's protobelt into hourglass. You pick up sork shoes at some point, and then you can go uh, items like Morello hat, shadow flame, uh, kind of just anything that you need. Demonic's not a bad option. Um, just kind of base your ap tank items uh on the game that's going on um and then for me i go f- uh flash tp um chogod when he played it he would go heal or ignite um on chogath instead of tp but I-, I just like the idea of like if i butcher a lane i can just tp back in and it's fine um because i don't play enough chogath i think to competently do it <laughs> yeah that's fair enough Mm-hmm. Um, and then I take biscuits, which I don't think you also need biscuits. Like he has so much sustain, but it just feels like if I take a bad trade versus like an AD carry, I'd much rather have like the biscuits early game because I know once I'm six, I don't have to worry about it. So biscuits get me to the point in which I feel good about the game, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you already yeah, mention? Like, did you? I was gonna, just going to say, did you mention the runes? Because you like electrocute. Yeah, I like electrocute. Um, Chogod, I think, goes electrocute pretty well every game. Um, I know what non. Like, he, he is a Cho'Gath one-trick, and he only plays bottom Cho. Um, but non-Cho'Gath uh, players uh, go common a lot of the time because it's just more sustained damage rather than uh, the full burst. Um, but he also plays like crazy because he almost never eats minions in lane because you're... It, it's like throwing Blitz Hook. When you throw a Blitz Hook, you have no pressure, right? When you eat a minion with Cho'Gath, you have... You, you lost your burst combo. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of thinks it's the same way. So the only time you really eat minions is when you're actually, like gonna recall and reset because you're that that's downtime of your ult anyways um but i don't know i think it was fucking crazy good i, I think it's actually insane once you get like a couple ap items you just like one shot the waves and you have infinite glare it's super sick yeah that's a good part and uh Chugat's pretty self-sufficient so you know if you're able to roam a little bit of senna and and get some more souls like with the jungler that's that's you know obviously a a, a benefit as well um but yeah i, I think, think senna is the best lane for it but like Chogat also plays it with like engage uh, bottoms interesting well. i i don't know how that would work um but it it's just you're full going you're definitely full banking good. on like killing them right like yeah like leona goes in or nautilus goes in you you get your free queue rather than like mm, fair enough yeah sitting back and fishing for stuff mm-hmm. um but i i very much think with the senna buffs like she's, she's so fucking good man yeah i think so too and in terms of her build uh i think in the bot lane you probably have to go um you probably have to go fleet footwork every single game, but mm-hmm. I think your build is super, super flexible. I mean, if you need magic resist, you can go hex drinker. If you need uh, armor, well, you're probably going like shield bow maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think Bork's good on her. Wit's end, probably fine on her. Uh, Umbral Glaive in the support role, super, super good. If you take Umbral, make sure you take Ingenious Hunter, like Aiden, uh, Colton was saying, for the cooldown reduction. Uh, and take the every time you kill a ward, you leave a ward. Uh, I don't remember what that's called, but it's zombie uh, ward. Zombie ward, yeah, yeah, zombie, zombie ward. ward. It's super, super good. Very good combo. Um, so yeah, try it out. Awesome. Cool. I, I think it's like one of the most fun lanes we've played in a while. So I have a couple yeah, other things sure. I want to try with you guys. Um, let me pull up my goofy list just so you guys can understand what I've been fucking cooking. Um, obviously, I still think Renekton Braum slash Sedge is still a really good lane. Um, I still mm-hmm. think we should play that at some point again. Uh, Kindred Tark, we've still never played, but I think it's a good lane. Um, Rengar Ivern, I, I dude, I think Rengar Ivern is probably the best mid jungle duo in the game. By the way, oh yeah, for uh, sure. Fucking no one plays it though. Mm-hmm. Um, the two new ones though, uh, this one you've probably heard about. I think I've seen it like a lot on like YouTube videos and stuff. Is Mundo plus Soraka or Mundo plus any enchanter? Oh. <laughs> because you he just, just keep fucking alive. runs at them and mm-hmm. uh, just kills them. Uh, and then the this is a lane I've thought of, and I think it's good. Leeson bottom with Tarek. I think hmm. it's so good. I think like Lee Sin with his e buffs, he clears waves so easily that 
God, your fucking kill pressure in that lane's got to be fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm um, uh, like having played against Silas Tarek. I think I've mentioned this last week. Um, it, anyone with reliable mobility plus Tarek is a nightmare to play against. It's so yeah. hard. Cool. All right, I've got, uh, I've got, I've got a lane for you, Aiden. Yeah, I got it. Like, I want to hear it. Yeah. Mandate, uh, Imperial Mandate Trundle plus Imperial Mandate Anivia. Whoa. <laughs> Stupid. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyways, th- that- that's a lot of fun. Um, are we doing mail fight this week or are we just going to like hop into the Aurelian Soul interview? Uh, I think we just hop in. Um, okay. I think we're pretty much at the end of where we wanted to record. So if you sent in an email that is Zach, Milkman, Pards, uh, Trent, and Luke, we will get to it next week. Um, in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you can email us mail at ecastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kingler.bluebasket and leaguecastfrost. On Twitter, we are leaguecast. On Facebook, we're leaguecast. Visit our website, leaguecastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leaguecast. And support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leaguecast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And stay tuned for uh, our interview. Bye. 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 Hey, this is kind of the middle of the show, um, but we're doing something new and fun. Um, so this week we actually have a master tier Aurelian Soul one trick to talk about the rework. We have Lol Soul, uh, probably I, I would say you're probably the most popular Aurelian Soul player. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> dude, I, I saw your Twitch just explode recently with the changes. I'm sure that's pretty cool. So <laughs> no, yeah, it's like like huge. Like I was literally just like a maybe like a 30 viewer average stream. But like I made YouTube videos and like that picked mm-hmm. up traction. But once the rework came, it was just like holy shit! Like I just started getting really good numbers. Do you feel like that's impacted like how you have enjoyed the rework? Uh, I mean, like, do you get... like it? Do you like it better than you would? I, yeah, I guess that's kind of in the. The, Are we, we're just getting show. straight into that like that's yeah we could <laughs> sure, i mean tell us that. a little bit about yourself i guess first because like <laughs> i was just browsing like i'm like fuck i want to learn how to play aurelian soul no one's figured out the build yet uh i know a good idea i'm gonna find a master tier plus aurelian <laughs> soul streamer and there you were with like 500 viewers so <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean so a little bit about myself i was like uh otp before the rework i peaked at like 252 lp just playing like the old day soul um I also make YouTube videos. I have like 17,000 subscribers on there. Um, I was just like, I was, this is like my dream. Like, uh, uh, I did go to college, but I wanted to be like a pilot. Long story short, didn't work out. Didn't really like school. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to stream and follow my dream. And then pretty much a year later, here I am. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's like one of the coolest things. I always tell like all of our viewers, like, if you ever want to learn a character, you just like watch a one trick. <laughs> like, that's, like, yeah, that's the no, best way to sure. learn. Um, and it's super cool. I popped into your chat and uh, you're like, hey, Leakcast, you're the guy, podcast yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. I think we can get something going from this. So <laughs> uh, what a good time. Um, so yeah, you, said, you mentioned that you're a master tier player. You played old Aurelian Soul. Um, we're all master tier players as well. Uh, we all, I mean, at least I'm a one trick. Colton and Nick, uh, Colton's not here obviously right now. Uh, mm-hmm. They both play a, I would say a mix of stuff, but I'm yeah. very much just a Tom Kench one trick. So I understand the woes of playing a character when they're good and when they're bad and stuff. Um, but why do you? Why did you start playing Aurelian Soul? I guess old Aurelian Soul, and uh, how how do you feel about new Aurelian Soul and like how that's going right now? Um, like usually people are like, whoa, like people like love Aurelian Soul, like he's a space dragon, like 
that's usually like the main attraction, what people usually do, like start playing it. But like me, I was playing Flex with my friends. I said, hmm, I wonder why people don't pick this character. I picked him and then I went like 13-0 or something. <laughs> and like, I just, it just, it, the champion just clicked for me. Like the space mechanic, like mm-hmm. people say like, oh, this champion's so clunky. It's so hard to play this champ. But like for me, it was just like, oh, I just right click and then my boop goes there and then I do damage. So like, it just felt good to me. I don't think I've ever heard of an Aurelian Soul player pick up the character on game one and do well with him. I feel like he's yeah. one of the yeah, hot, for sure. old, at least at least old Aurelian Soul. He's probably one of the weirdest first time characters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, before that, I was like an Oriana one trick and then okay. like an Echo one trick. So like maybe from like spacing from like Oriana, I liked him and like I don't know the mage mechanic, but yeah, I don't he know, just like control mages me. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, I guess, how do you feel about current Aurelian Soul? Not to like bombard you, but like, I think that's like the main thing is like, holy shit, they completely reworked this character. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he still has a bit of a roaming playstyle, but he's way more of like a scaling mage now. So I'm sure that completely changes how you play the game. I know yeah. you had some uh, some solo key woes for a while as watching your stream a bunch <laughs> when you were like learning him, but it seems like you turned it around a little bit. Yeah, I mean, for one, like, I put it straightforward. Like, I think, uh, like I even made like a video about it He's definitely not the same character as like old Aesol. Um, he's more of like a late game scaling, like maybe like a Kale or a Kasten, where you just kind of sit there and just farm for like twenty minutes straight, and then and then you start to have fun. So in that sense, like old Aesol was like you could trade in lane, you could go for roams, you would uh, shove the first two waves, crash it, and then go for roam bot. But like it was like kind of just a I don't know, the word like culture shock, just like, whoa, I I kind of just sit here and farm and don't interact. So that was a little like unfun for me, but I'm starting to like get the hang of it and just learn to just play to scale. Like high percentage, just 10 CS per minute and then just make my impact late game. Yeah, my my cousin's been playing a lot of Aurelian Soul on like D two plus sort of thing, and holy fuck, that character is insane. If he actually does hit his scaling, um, yeah, it, it, he's I mean just like his win rate. His win rate was like really bad when it first came out. I think it was sitting around like forty-eight or forty-seven percent win rate D two plus, but mm-hmm. like fifty-two percent win rate in like silver. So yeah, it was kind of. I'm so surprised by that. I'm not sure if you feel the same. I made a whole video for our Patreon where I was talking about how I think scaling characters are fucking awful for new players, um, mostly because like to scale you need to get items and gold um and xp obviously and then aurelian soul has the added mechanic of the stars of like you need to farm well or else you're not getting your like skies descend i think is what the ultimate's called when it's mm-hmm. upgraded and holy fuck that character is like outperforming like crazy at lower yellow so i'm kind of eating my own words about that but i feel like yeah. it's mostly because new players suck at playing against new things <laughs> yeah i think it also i was like i was saying this in my video like i think in lobby though they don't really know how to punish uh, like weak champions really like this is why Kasten's really good or Kale's really good or like Master Yi is really good because like in Hilo if you lock in Master Yi like you're just gonna get you're just gonna get curb stomped like the enemy jungle locks in Lee Sin like you're perma invaded but in low reload you can just pretty much just play to scale that's how I look at it at least yeah, that's probably a good yeah. point right where you, you just don't get punished as hard early mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we can like kind of jump into the actual character a little bit. I, I'm sure some people don't really know 
I haven't seen the new character. He's permabanned in their games, whatever. Um, I guess a quick little run through about him. He's definitely more of a scaling mage, um, has a lot of max percent damage. His Q is this big beam uh, that does max health damage. It ticks every once in a while, gives you dust. His W is a kind of a flying ability, um, which allows you to cast your abilities while flying. Uh, fucking crazy that it resets on kill. <laughs> yeah. And then his E, I think his E is, one, is honestly the coolest ability in his kit. It's this black hole that he summons that like has an execute uh, threshold that scales to the stardust so like late game it's executing at like 15 percent, which is fucking crazy and then it's ultimate which i think is the um kind of this like uh the most stylish ability i guess in his kit where it's this yeah. big meteor that comes down and if you have 75 stardust uh it turns into the even bigger thing that has a huge shockwave um i guess what do you feel about his current kit i feel like it's it's a little bit on the boring side outside of his ultimate and his e in my opinion um but i also haven't played i've played one game of him so yeah I think it's super interesting, like talking about his kit, because like I'm heard you've like seen like the Reddit comments or the YouTube comments or the Twitch comments, like oh this champion is so brain dead, all he does is just sit there and queue. But the way I see it and the way that I've learned is that it kind of it kind of makes it hard to play the game that you just sit there and queue because one you're just idle and two you're just idle. Like you have to sit there and you have to like okay you have to think about in team fight where can I stand still to where I can both output damage, but play safe. Like, there's no other champion like that. Maybe, like, Malzahar, but that's his ult. But this is his main output damage ability. It's just him just staying there in queue. And then there's also the W, where, like, you can't really exactly fly at them in the middle of a fight. Like, you don't want to fly directly into, I don't know, like, any, like, burst mage. You don't want to fly into direct Rihanna R. You have to, like, kind of find a line with your W where you're both outputting damage um, with your Q, but like kind of like staying safe. So I guess that's like kind of like similarities from like old age slow is just like spacing. I think, yeah, I think his um uh, level of skill expression very much scales like the earlier in the game, he's way harder to play mechanically than late game. Obviously, when you have enough damage that you're starting to, you can kind of face tank some things. Your E will execute faster. Your ultimate is a fucking nightmare nuke later. Um, like it, it, you can kind of like uh, at least avoid some of those things. If you fly at them, you probably just kill them and then you get a reset. Um, but early game, I, I have zero idea how to play that character early game. He looks so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of just like play to farm like you kind of just, uh, it's kind of like Vagar early where you're just like playing to stack. And then if you can occasionally go for the trade with your Q, like on Vagar, then you'd go for it. But you're literally just playing a scale. You're just playing like PVE for like 15 minutes. Yeah, I guess like if you want to, could you describe like some of like the, the breakdown, like Keystone summoners, like, you know, runes, stuff like that. We can go into build like a little bit more in depth later, but like just more like what are the base things that you're going to take on this character but before we do that could we could you give us like breakdowns of the like the stardust like when what what sort of uh like stardust numbers are you hoping to hit during like certain points of the game right because I, I know that it the skies ascend aspect of it sort of resets the count every time you ult and you need to get to 75 to get the to the big the big blast yeah so like generally like people say like 10 stacks per minute uh for like the average of like the whole game but um, people like confuse that with like early game. Uh, you're st like, you shouldn't play for stacks early just because the way you get stacks is either one interacting with champions. So like if you have your Q on a champion for like one second, then you get a stack. Um, also that applies to like your E. Um, so like early game, you probably get like six to eight stacks per minute. And then like, as the game ramps up, as you like, you're able to like side lane and grab big waves, then 
that's when you can start getting like up to like 12 sacks per minute. Um, it's not really like hard. It's not something that you have to think about. You're kind of like, you just play the game. Like if, if uh, you want to go sideline, then go sideline and then you'll get stacks that way. Um, and then if there's a team fight, you go over the team fight. And then during the team fight, you're inevitably going to get stacks because you're going to be interacting with multiple champions. Gotcha. Okay. So it's not like yeah. a, like a Syndra, you know, breakpoint sort, no, of, uh, it's, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's not like Nasus or Syndra. It's kind of just, it's not like, this is why he's pretty good in low elo. Cause you don't really have to, it's not that intuitive, honestly. You're kind of just gotcha. playing the game. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of discourse about like what runes and what keystone and stuff you're taking on them. Um, a lot of people obviously go um, uh, first strike. I always want to call it press the attack. <laughs> All of people go first strike on him, but I noticed that you've recently been opting for like a lot of comment. Is that just because he's like too weak and you think that you're risking too much to go for uh, first strike? Um, the honest answer is I'm more like I've always been a player who doesn't really like I don't really like to theorycraft that much. I kind of mm. just look up, hey, I wonder what this Hilo Aesol player is building. Oh, he's going that every game. Oh, so I'll do it. And the number one Aesol in Korea, he had like a 70% win rate on the champion, got to like 600 LP challenger, has been literally just perma going Comet and Minion Diamat secondary. So it's like, that's like okay. every single game. So I was like, oh, this is just easy for me. I don't really have to think about runes. I can just do this since it's working in challenger in Korea. And yeah, I mean, I've started like a new account and like I've had like a 68% win rate like in master mm -hmm. right now. So it's been working. I guess a bit of a tangent off that because like this is something that uh, I play Tom Kench, right? <laughs> um, and there's not a lot of top lane Tom Kench players. Like there's two in EU that are like, I think the two best Tom Kenches. So I at least get to look at them for build like advice. Have you ever, like obviously with old Aesol, this might've been true. Did you ever have a time where you had to be the pioneer of like the builds and stuff? Like people would look up to you instead of you having to look up to someone else? Or has there always been like a, another Aurelian soul pre-rework or post-rework that you've always kind of like just looked to for builds and stuff? Um, that's a good question. I mean, how I see it is, um, how do I answer this? I mean, for one, I think like a lot of my viewers are like lower elo, so like gold mm -hmm. to silver. So like, obviously they would copy me as like a streamer. Uh, but like from my inspiration, I would, there's this guy called like Diablo who like shows up in my stream. He's like the number one ASO or was, uh, I didn't really play it much anymore. And I would like watch some of his VODs and then see what kind of ruins worked for him. But for the most part, I mean, I think I invented uh, on the old days, so it was Conqueror, and then you take uh, Flash Ghost. Uh, that was just like in tankier comps. Um, I want to say I invented it, though. It's kind of just like logic. Like mm -hmm. you do this on like Silas or Kasten where you go Conqueror in first tankier comps, and then Ghost just kind of made sense because Ghost was like really giga broken at the time, but... So honestly, not really. I don't really, not really much of a theory crafter, honestly, as a player. Okay, I think I think we're in the same boat because I'm very much like when there's too much things that you can do, it f stresses me the fuck out. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> um, exactly. The only thing that I think I've at all like started creating for Tom Kench, which no one does, I still think it's optimal, is going Relic Shield like fourth item on like top lane Tom Kench because you need to what? group with your team because you're like an you're a team saver, so you're not getting farm because obviously you're grouped on your eighty carrier, your mid, so like you're just getting a free thousand gold because you're not farming the wave anyways, and it's like <laughs> I think that's so fucking good, and I feel really good for creating it, but uh, I don't know if anyone's gonna pick up no, on that. That so. sounds like some like LS tech right there. Yeah, that's for real. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, it's cool, though. It's a very, very interesting part of being like a high-ranked uh, niche character. I guess really New Orleans is not that niche. But <laughs> no, unfortunately uh, not. That champion is like... I went from, I don't know, like getting my champ every single game, like people calling my champ like dog shit, to like every time I lock it in, like, oh, this character is so broken, let's first pick it, or he's either just permabanned. Yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be super weird. Um, yeah, I guess definitely. One, one other thing I was curious about is like the build, because you pretty standard, like once again, I'm assuming it comes from the mantra of like, you're copying this Korean high elo player. It works for him. It works for you. You pretty well yeah. always go ROA into uh, rallies um, and then yeah. sometimes serifs after it looks like, or sometimes serifs before occasionally it looks like. Um, Actually, I, the whole point of like the Korea guy, the bigger thing about his build is that um, like people like, Nemesis. Nemesis is also known to be one of the best mm -hmm. real insoles right now. He goes like Seraphs and he also goes like Leandri's, but this career guy does not go uh, a tier item. He goes Roa into Rylai's like straight up and then maybe mm -hmm. into like a Rebidon. So there's definitely some mana problems. I don't know if you've seen or watched like ASO gameplay, but yeah, just mana problems are definitely there. But so some people like even in my chat like flame me, dude, why aren't you going to tier item? But the, the damage just comes online so much sooner, which is, which is the theory behind it. I, I guess like to, to follow that up, like what is your like ideal build? You're hitting six items in a game. Um, I, I personally have like realized, I think Rallies is his best item in the entire game. Um, but like, what would your core like six item build be in like this perfect world? Perfect world. I'd probably go Roa into Rylize into Rebidons. And then um, sometimes like if there's like an enemy Zed, uh, I wouldn't go Rebidon's third. I would go Roa into Rylai's into Hourglass and then Rebidon's and then maybe a Void. So I'm I'm just building straight damage pretty much. That's like perfect world. Right okay. There. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I definitely think the ROA build is like, it, it seems like his best build. I, I know, I, I would say it's like, I haven't looked up the stats on it, but it feels like most people try to fit in like a Leandri's. Um, when he first came out, I saw everyone going Ludens, which thank God no one's doing anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I that was, was one awful. of those persons. Yeah, it's awesome. I was 100% convinced that was the right build, by the way, because of uh, <laughs> like how I thought his Q interacted with Ludens. Um, but you have to like cast it a bunch to actually get the cooldown reduction. Yeah, I want to also like put something straight. Like I, for one... I don't think I'm not saying like Roa is like you should go Roa every game. Mm -hmm. It just works for me. Uh, I'm sure like if like Nemesis was listening to the stream or like LS was, he'd be like, "What is this guy talking about? Like you should be going Leandri's and X Motor." Uh, even like Crown is like super popular. Um, mm -hmm. Even um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Riot Cobra. He's like one yeah, of the, yeah. mm -hmm. the leads. Yeah, um, he's like one of the lead directors on the rework. So like. It's really cool how like he started watching my stream. He's actually like kind of a big fan. Um, he even like flames me for going row every game. Like literally, <laughs> one of the creators of the rework says like you should be going crown. But yeah, I think like crown, Leandri's or row. Those are like the main three that you should be going. Yeah, um, I do like the interaction of like just when you're like uh, late game with blue buff, just like use it, just spamming your Q on nothing to get the ROA uh, healing. <laughs> they like, actually patched that though, unfortunately. Oh, they patched it? Oh, no. Yeah, it goes, it was before a zero second cooldown, now it's 0 0.5 second cooldown, so. Oh, that's that's actually rough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is, it is. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy just watching him cue nothing and then heal like yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was broken. There's like some man immune conquer build going around where you like you could like spam it and like you'd do more damage than AP, but I never tried it. I didn't I didn't want to abuse something <laughs> like that. 
Yeah, I guess just to boil it down, like, what would you consider as, like, strengths and weaknesses? Like, probably his laning would be a weakness than, like, obviously, like, a scaling late game for, like, the strength. But is there anything more niche to that? Um, Any niche weaknesses? Um, or strengths, or just in general, like, if you had, like, a commentary on it. I mean, I would say one of the big things is, like, his R, despite how big it is, is actually hard to hit sometimes. It's like, I know mm-hmm. it might sound a little crazy, but... If you're facing someone like an Udir or a Garen or a Singe, like any like movement speed, even if you have a dash, you press R, it takes like, I don't know, a second yeah, to get slow. to the ground. Yeah, you can just dash out of it uh, or even just Hourglass. And it kind of feels bad where you like spend like five minutes getting 75 Stardust and like, okay, here comes a big R. And then the enemy team just dashes, Hourglasses, flashes, and then yeah. you kind of just run away at mm-hmm. that point. So... <laughs> I'd say that's a big weakness. Weakness, you really have to like time enemy flashes if you want uh, to make an impact. Um, he also works really well with like initial CC. Like I don't know, like having a Malphite on your team would be really smurf. Um, so you can Malphite into R or even like a Jarvan R is like feels super good with his R. His mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I guess like just to add on to that really quick before we go into strength. I, I feel like a, this is maybe just my like noob opinion, but it feels like a lot of people, his R like huge AOE thing is a, I'm going to call it a noob bait. I love our listeners. We typically have like on average skew, like a little bit lower. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. that's an ability where people go, Oh my God, it does AOE damage yeah. to everyone around. It does like no damage. It feels like the whole strength of like the upgraded ultimate is the fact that you're CCing them and you can hold them in place for your Q mm-hmm. and E. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but like that's what I at least have now uh like saw from it. Yeah, the main combo is just E R Q. You E okay. the slow. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Like it's, it's just pretty straightforward. We'll eventually see like big highlight play where Raylan Soul steals like Baron with like the AOE, but uh, I don't think that's <laughs> I've gonna... yet to do that. I mean, I've gotten kills with his uh, big shockwave, uh, mm-hmm. but that's about it. That that happens like once every twelve games, so it's not it's not too big of a high percentage play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, oh, I also wanted to like say like um, it feels awkward because sometimes you'd get seventy five stacks. Um, you get about maybe. Mm, three to four maybe like two to three depending on your elo empowered hours per game so mm-hmm. it feels awkward when you get in a scenario where like okay you're running bot you have empowered r uh it's a support it's zero two but i won't get the kill if i don't r so sometimes you actually just let kills go because you don't want to commit your r because mm-hmm. it's better just oh, to um wait for like a dragon fight or a baron fight or a herald fight or a siege mid to use your r so sometimes you you just don't want to be using your R like that for it's never worth to use your R for a solo kill. Uh and I think that's pretty unique to like other characters where like you really have to think about using your R because it only comes once, like two to three times a game. And it's like super impactful. Yeah, it's almost like hmm. a like summoner spell cooldown for the like the actual R. Yeah, um, like for his, sure. his, his his regular R is fine, but it doesn't really do much, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um yeah, you, you sometimes you just let kills go. It's crazy. It feels weird. And I like, oh god, there's like some moments in stream where like when I'm just playing, we're like, dude, this guy would be dead. Like I could solo kill him with my R, but like it's not worth to use my R for one person. So like you're kind of just playing mind games with yourself. That's cool, actually. That's pretty. Yeah. Like, I actually don't think of another yeah. character that like uses resources like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. 
Um, I guess is there any other like this is just like more for like how you how you play the character. You talked a lot about laning, talked a lot about team fighting and positioning. That's like the main cores of the character. Um, what are like some common like pitfalls that people might run into? We have a lot of like. Um, I would say like silver to gold players that are trying to pick them up. Um, they're mm -hmm. doing pretty well with them actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, no, for but, sure. But like, uh, what are things that like you see people, I'm not sure if you VOD reviewed or saw anyone else playing the character. What do people do wrong that you would correct? Like what are some easy fixes to people's game plans? Um, one thing that I've kind of already mentioned is again, like I think a big, like a super huge part that separates an high elo ASO from low elo ASO is like your W lines, which is your flight, uh, you don't want to do it directly at them. Again, you want to make sure that like you're doing it outside of the team fight and like spacing well. Um, also, laning. Um, I want to make it clear, like, yeah, he's like super weak in lane. But the more I played him, the more I realized like you can actually get priority. Like um, some lanes, like I would get priority versus Irelia, which seems kind of crazy. But wow, um, you kind of just like walk up, like your Q. You sit there in Q, right? So theoretically, if you walk up in a lane and walk past their minion line, uh, and you just queue them, like, they're not going to walk up. Like, a level 1 Irelia, what are they going to do? Mm -hmm. um, so in that sense, you can get priority. Um, don't think that you have to concede every single wave or every single matchup. There are actually some winning matchups. Um, and you, like, he's a very reactive champ in the sense, like, your flight really uh, determines whether or not you can win a trade or not. So, for example, if you're playing against Syndra, you don't want to just W out of Syndra when she has uh, QE up, which is her stun, because you just get canceled mid-flight. But as soon as you see that stun come out, you can literally just run at them. So mm -hmm. you kind of have to like know what other characters do and know when their CC is gone, and that's like that's how you can perform on the champ. What are what are some of those like winning matchups that you would like? Uh, this is so free. I'm picking Rally and Soul every single time. Um. I don't really, it's hard to say because again, he's like a scaling champ. Mm -hmm, like, yeah. just because you get priority doesn't mean it's a winning matchup. Like, for example, I can get priority versus Yasuo in like the first three waves, but um, you usually just uh, slow push the first three waves and then let it bounce. And then once he's level three, you just sit back because you know, he's going to just an E on top of you and then you're not going to have fun time. Um, I don't know if there's any like hard winning matchups, honestly, maybe against like, a Victor, uh, because Victor's like they didn't really have like hard CC to cancel your flight, but even then, like I'm sometimes getting shit on by Victor's. So again, he's just like a scaling champ. Like if you get kills to a Kasten, like at level six, then a Kasten will ruin you down. But if you're zero zero versus Kasten uh, versus like Syndra, then you're gonna get run down. So it kind of just matters what happens uh, during the lane, like if there's an early jungle skirmish that gets you a couple kills or if you get jungle help. So yeah, there's just a lot of factors, honestly. I guess like, uh, how does that like incorporate to like the current meta? I bet like a real old Aurelian Soul would be way better in the current meta than new Aurelian Soul because obviously like it's a 3v3 bottom shit fest meta right now. Yeah, like uh, I can comment on that. Like Yeah, go for it. Um, I talked to like uh, like Diablo, he's like a challenger ASO, and then one of my good friends, like a GM ASO, like we're pretty much under agreement that like ASO low-key was kind of better in high elo, like the old ASO was better in high elo right now. Um, just because priority matters so much in higher elo, um, 
usually like, especially in North America, it's kind of like perma fight, uh, pre six or like, we all know, like, for example, the marksman meta in the bot lane and the pro play, like going double marksman, Varus Ash, you need priority <laughs> yeah. for dragons. Uh, so that's like kind of the same deal. Like priority really does matter in mid lane and currently still can't just can't do that. You have to play the skill, which is why he's so good in low elo because they don't really play around stuff like that. But in higher elo, yeah. That's actually yeah, I, a really good point. I didn't really think about like Lower Elo obviously not probably having as much of a 3v3 skirmish type mana. That's that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. This is kind of jumping into like a question that I had later for you, but like how do you feel about the like the game overall? Do you I mean, are you a fan of like the the early game jungle heading bot lane and, and everyone just 3v3ing down there? Yeah, I mean, as a player, this is funny because I was listening to your like your pod, your last podcast, you guys were talking about like bot lane meta, and I was like Sometimes I like make comments in my head, like, dude, it's like it feels so bad when your bot lane loses. Like, I think one of you were saying, like, um, if uh, bot lane goes for a proactive play and they lose the play, then the game just feels like it's flipped on their head because bot oh yeah, hundred percent, but conceded prio. Um, so in that sense, yeah, I think the game right now is pretty flippy. I feel like mid doesn't matter as much. Um, it's pretty much whoever has a winning bot lane. Or winning jungle. I mean, those kind of go hand in hand yeah. right now. Uh, they just win the game or like it's like 70-30 skewed towards them. Yeah, that's definitely what it feels like I, uh, from from our perspectives as well. We don't really have the perspective of a mid lane player, I think. Um, yeah. So definitely some some good insight. I think this is why like I've been finding success with ASL because uh, like just like playing scaling feels good. Uh, just so you like know in the back of... Like, if you're playing Aesol right now, he's just so strong that any game is winnable, actually. If uh, you have, like, three inhibs down, you're literally going to be funneled uh, stacks. Uh, just because, like, the wave... I don't know if you guys have played with an Aesol, but the wave yes. player is really, <laughs> really gross. Like, ten times a Nivea wave player, so... But, like Aiden was saying, um, Trevor, uh, his his cousin Trevor has been playing a lot of Aurelian Soul, and we've had... Uh, I mean, a game that stuck out you know, super recently we were down, I think 26 to two in kills uh, and we ended up coming <laughs> back and, and winning because Aurelian soul was just able to one shot everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. Exactly. It was insane. Yeah. I feel like his E is such a unique mechanic too. I think you can like do weird minion, like, uh, like lane manipulation stuff. Yeah. I don't think, I don't can, see many uh, people doing yet. <laughs> you can freeze the wave, uh, but it's kind of difficult to do because you kind of have to, in a sense, it's not like Victor W where you just W and then the Victor the lane just stays in place because mm-hmm. the E does damage. Uh, so if you E a minion wave, the chances are it's just going to die. But if you want to go for a freeze, you have to uh, you have to kind of like E like ahead of the minion wave and then time it so like your E is about to die as soon as the minion wave hits. Mm, it's weird, which is probably why you don't see it a lot. Yeah, it's just way harder, I guess. <laughs> than yeah. just like a Nivea walling your lane or yeah. Victor, yeah, Wing or <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, I guess. Um, okay, so he, I guess a hot topic is a lot of people think the character is still OP, like still overpowered. He definitely was overpowered on release. Um, uh, maybe not as strong as a lot of people were saying. A lot of people said like he's the best mid in the game, which I think is a little bit crazy yeah. um but as someone who's been playing the character you probably put like i don't know at least 50 games probably more i would assume i'm probably like um, 100 games in right now 
Yeah. Um, like what would you say? Like, how would you talk to Riot and say, this is what I would do to change him for uh buffing, nerfing, making people happy with him, um, etc. Uh I mean, there's like there's a big problem about him right now that for one, I think if you want to be if he wants if Riot wants him to be a high ELO champion or a pro play champion, then what they do is what they would buff his early and nerf his late which is like a pretty good uh even like right cobra said like yeah that's something he wants to do but it's out of his uh out of his reach because that's like a balanced team thing now um so like me personally i would love just to get like so i can actually trade and like maybe get priority in more lane matchups and then play with jungle morris like a buff early and then nerf his late game um as far as him like people like saying he's like the best champ in the game I think that's super far out of reach just because I usually think it's low elo players like saying that just mm-hmm. because in lower elo yeah. like there he's going to 1v9 in lower elo no matter what cuz the game just goes um the game just goes so much longer than like the games that we play because mm-hmm. it's like harder to close out mm-hmm. and the harder it is to close out he's just going to indefinitely scale so and then people are going to complain like oh why is he so strong cuz you guys didn't um try to punish him in the early game with uh your jungler so yeah i think i was looking at stats problem. sorry just to jump in i was looking at stats. No, you're good, you're like good. his win rate like pre-15 like if you like have a 15 minute game his win rate's like 30 percent um Oof. and i think it gets above 50 percent at like 27 minutes or something crazy which i don't know about you but it seems like every master tier game is over at 27 no, minutes for sure for sure i literally have a powerpoint that i post in some lobbies where it says yeah hey i'm asel uh, we play the scale. If the like ideally, if the game is fifty, if the game is zero zero at twenty five minutes, Aso will probably have sixty, maybe even eighty percent win rate in those games. But wow. it it just never happens that way. It's either your team feeds and yeah, or your team's like super ahead, and it doesn't really matter that much. But yeah, which sucks because I I'd love to play the scale. Um, I like played um, I played amateur league, which is like. Um, like the leagues that you go through if you guys want to yeah. go like pro. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'd be super good in like pro play just because you can control. Like, hey guys, um, we should probably concede this dragon. I'm just going to farm. Um, let's play for third Drake. That would be so much better to say rather than in like solo queue. It's like, are we doing this? We're not doing this. Uh, let's just go. And then they feed and then you don't have a win con anymore. Yeah, I guess that's an interesting way to look at it. Like, I think he goes live for pro play and NA. I think it's this week. It might be next week. Um, I I think he's going to be pretty high priority, not like a hundred percent pick ban, like some people are saying. Um, yeah. But he he very much very much seems like he is a product of the environment that he's in. Meaning, if if jungle meta changes and it turns the the game length goes up by ten minutes, his win rate probably goes up a fair bit with it. Um, yeah. Just obviously, he doesn't really function in the current environment that we're all playing in. <laughs> I just, I don't really think, like you said, he's going to be pick ban or high priority. My personal opinion is when I watch pro, I think like usually see champions like uh, Azir, uh, Victor, mm-hmm. Oriana, like what do those have in common? Like you get priority. Yeah. Um, Acer just doesn't really do that. And you can like see that through like, like how often do we see cast in, in pro play? And, like not too much, right? Yeah, no, like so, never. Yeah. So that's my personal opinion that he's not going to. Um, even Ry Cobra said, like he is not intended to be a professional uh, pick. That's what mm-hmm. his. That's what he thinks. So, I think he's not going to be that high priority. 
Yeah, that's fair. Interesting. Did you um did you have any communication with Riot when they were um like going through this rework? I know with I I think the most famous famous example, excuse me, uh is the is the Wukong, right? With uh oh god, who was it? Chimpanzee. Um, oh like yeah like kind of like what trick 2g did with udir yeah yeah i mean did you have like any sort of communication no yeah that was a question no 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 it it was just right cobra Um, gotcha okay yeah he but he like he just watched my stream oh i see as as a fan so it wasn't like anything like that yeah i wish though that'd be sick i know yeah that'd be cool I think it's super cool when like people like get a uh, high low advice on stuff like it, I, that's, once again it's the best way to learn any character is someone who only plays it right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, sort of the I think it's sort of the like thought process behind coaching right like you're, you're seeking the attention of this person who's already done all the hard work for you like you just have to to reap the benefits yeah yeah pretty much yeah yeah uh, I don't know if you guys knew this but they did announce Asel nerfs you want me to go over that real quick yeah that'd oh, be like, great actually like just i'm now, curious or? no it was uh like this morning uh 13.5 oh, gotcha. ace nerfs hp per level is 100 uh down to 95 and then armor per level is 4.8 to 4.3 and then the q burst proc which is like um you know like the circle that goes around yeah every like it ticks yeah yeah so the ap ratio went down to 40 percent to 35 percent, and that's it okay uh, so they're just like less Less scaling, so his well, his early game stats are worse, and then his late game scaling on his damage. His Q's, I'm assuming, eighty five percent of his damage, maybe not eighty five percent, like seventy percent of his damage is getting a AP ratio, a nerf. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's intended to be uh, a two percent win rate nerf. That's what Cobra said, and mm-hmm. usually they're pretty accurate with that. Um, I mean, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I'm still kind of like, again, I'd rather see him be adjusted, but I'm a little biased because I'm a high elo player. And I want like early game buffs and late game nerfs, mm-hmm. but I think overall, just like for the health of the champion, this is good for the most part. And plus, it'd be nice to not be perma banned every game. True. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's uh, a good follow up question. What do you play if if uh, Aurelian Souls banned? Um, I used to be like an Oriana control yeah. mage player, but like now I'm like pretty used to scaling. So on the account that I'm trying to climb to GM on. Uh, I'm playing Kasten with like a 63% win rate just because I just like, I'm just going to scale. I don't really care. I, I'm just so used to like not interacting yeah. uh, before 15 minutes that, yeah, I'm just playing Kasten. Ooh, a great follow-up to that is, um, so you're playing in this master tier GM lobby, right? The enemy team first picks Aurelian Soul. What do you pick into it? Or do you dodge? Kasten, <laughs> uh, actually. The Kasten matchup Ooh. is really, really bad for them just because... Um, you can queue him, and uh, when he's queuing, it'll just cancel, and it goes on cooldown. Okay, because your queues are disrupt, so it just feels super bad. Yeah, I'm picking Kasten most of the time if they lack an ASO, but honestly, I'd prefer just to dodge, just because I'm a streamer and people want me to play ASO. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get that. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess if it really and soul got removed from the game, they're like, this rework fucking sucks. We're not reverting him. He's just <laughs> bad for the game. We're removing him. What do you play? Do you quit the game? Do you switch back to Oriana? What What are you going through? Um, I, I, pro- I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, again, this is like my dream. I don't really, yeah. I really want this. So like, I don't think quitting the game or quitting streaming is like yeah, yeah. even in the picture. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm probably just gonna pick something up. Maybe Kasten. I'm having fun with Rumble sometimes. He's pretty similar. Ooh. Um, 
But I had this thing that I wanted to brought up. Like, what if they just added the new ASO rework as Ao Shen? Remember Ao Shen? Yeah. Like they yeah. announced that. And then what if they kept all the Relian Soul so you could have like a dragon versus dragon in the mid lane? That would be the best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge point of discussion for a lot of things. There's definitely people like, I think the biggest example is probably the Graves rework from like season four or whatever. Yeah, I love a lot the of old Graves. Me too. A lot of people just go, why, why the fuck do you remove it? Why don't you just make a new thing <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think it's just like i think it's a business move honestly they want to market aurelian soul like he's this cool looking space dragon everyone loves how he looks but no one plays him how do we solve it so it makes sense from that perspective yeah. i mean I, this is the most marketing i've seen around a champion rework before so yeah for sure yeah, true. It's, how, it's quite successful yeah how uh, just out of curiosity sake how do you feel about the like uh i, I guess the like half rework that they did where you know, Zebu wasn't perma uptime. It wasn't a toggle. Um, like beforehand, oh. were you playing Aurelian Soul at that point? I was not. I actually, okay. I've only been playing him for two years. Like I picked gotcha. him up right after that rework, so I don't have any gotcha. nostalgia okay. for that. Yeah. Okay. I know a lot of people. A lot of Aurelian Soul means were up in arms. Uh, yeah. About that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I think it's kind of so, cool, guys. That's yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Riot usually has like players' best interest, right? Like obviously Tom Kench got reworked a couple times now that I've played him, like a yeah, full rework, yeah. then like a mini rework. And I don't know. Usually, like as, as much as I miss things from old versions of the character, usually it's to make the character better or more appealing, or it's just quality of life. And I, I feel like a lot of people got to get over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, of course. Um, I guess like for final thoughts, like should people pick up this character? Should you pick up this character? I think you should. It would be fun, but don't get in your head that he's super 1v9. Uh, he is 1v9, but you have to know your win con. He's a scaling champ, guys. Like, Don't directly, once you hit level 3, don't just W and then fly at them in Q. That's not how it works. You have to play to scale. Uh, but I think he's fun, and he's pretty easy to pick up, but he's one of the uh, easy-to-pick-up, hard-to-master type champions, so I definitely recommend it. Nick, do you want to ask the final most important question? I'd also actually like to ask a, a previous question. <laughs> a less question. important, not final question. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely less important. Uh, is is Huhi your your favorite pro player? or uh, <laughs> do, you, uh, like, do you just watch the CLG Rocks game? Like, Nick's the biggest fucking CLG fan in the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I've definitely seen that clip. Uh, honestly, though, I'm more of like a student of the game. I respect like gotcha. the best players in the world, so I'm more of like a Chovy So you fan. are a CLG fan. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. I mean, I I'm honestly yeah. watch more Korea than L- L- uh, LCS. That's, that's right probably now. a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, more of a Chovy fan. Gotcha. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. What's what's the best skin? Best skin right now. If anyone says anything else, you can take it up over at Twitch.tv. Soul. Gotta get my plug in. Oh, or underscore soul, right? Underscore soul. Yeah. Push that TV. Hello, <laughs> underscore soul. My bad. Ash and soul? You're fucking smoking so what isn't Storm Dragon just way cooler? Nah, like having a flamethrower cue, the sound effects just sounds so much better. And then the R just looks like a nuke coming out from like Fallout. Like, come on, man. Come on. To I mean, be honest, Storm I think Dragon. that's the only skin I haven't seen. In game. <laughs> <laughs> I literally play it every day. Uh <laughs> Storm Dragon was my favorite though, before the rework. But I think Ashen Lord's model looks worse than Storm Dragon, but uh, Ashen Lord's abilities look better than Storm Dragon. Oh, you weren't kidding. The, the ult is literally just a nuke. Literally, yeah. <laughs> just, just like a Zig's, Zig's bomb. <laughs> Team yeah, Ashen Lord. I, I guess, 
I guess do you have any uh, like plugs? Obviously, you just plugged your Twitch, but we'll link everything in the description as well. But anything anywhere anywhere else anyone can find you? <laughs> um, I make TikToks. Uh, I think it's LOL Soul, LOL underscore Soul. Just look that up. I'm sure it'll come up. Um, please support me if you guys are interested in Soul. Um, shout out to the League of Podcast. I've been literally listening. I didn't even tell you guys. That real quick, uh, I used to, I work at Target right now, but not as much anymore, but I did work morning shifts from like 5 a.m. and the store opened at 8, so I'm like, oh, I can like listen to something. So I would literally just listen to Leadcast like every single time I had those shifts, so. Thank you, you guys. For- hey, thanks for checking <laughs> PayPal to see the payment one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You know, I appreciate it, yeah. Law Soul and everything, Twitch, TikTok check out his discord his discord's pretty active i saw like everyone just like asking questions it seems like you have a pretty good community so yeah that's awesome awesome thank you so much thank you so much thank you guys so much appreciate it